from nine and joining me in the studio is dr ben anderson dr ben how are you this morning I'm very well thank you slightly warmer than it was last week i'm sure uh last week you were in southampton i assume uh actually no we got here just towards the end of november early december we, oh right so we've had a little while to get acclimatized right assumption uh being certainly <laughs> Uh, the mother of all air farms. Uh, so you are from the University of Southampton, yep. but you're at the University of Otago for two years. That's right. Uh, what is it exactly that brought you here? It's, I'm on an EU-funded research fellowship to work with some of the best people in the world, really, on sustainable energy. And you came here? I came here. Wow. Yeah. Well, you guys here are well ahead on the sustainable energy in terms of the supply side, the generation with your hydro and your geothermal and so on. Yeah. What's interesting to me is the way that people use energy and the habits and routines that generate the demand that then has to get somehow delivered by these assets, these infrastructures, and so on. So the way that you go about things here and researching that is something I want to work with and then take that knowledge back to the EU in a couple of years' time. Right. So are you hoping to learn our sustainable energy and offer us the network? To some extent, is yeah. So I'm kind of on the social science side of things, understanding right. what people do. Um, but what I, the results of that then feed through to engineers who think about how to build networks, whether they've got to put some more networks in the ground, whether they need some more generation, and if we're heading towards a 100% renewable future, then what does that mean and how can we deliver what people need in terms of energy? Right. Uh, so you are here and you're giving uh, a lecture tonight about a large-scale randomised control trial approach to testing domestic electricity consumption flexibility in the UK. Absolutely. Which is a very long name for how people use power when? Pretty much in the evening, so between right. 4 and about 8 o'clock in the evenings in the UK, and it's true here too, there's a big spike when people get home from work or from school or whatever, and they all start uh, turning the television on or the ovens, uh, cooking and showers and so on. And the problem with that is that it makes a big spike or peak in demand and we need to find ways to either reduce that overall level or to shift it to some other point in the day so that we can have a smoother demand. It's easier for the network to deliver that. And that's especially true when you've got renewables because obviously the sun doesn't shine that time of day. Yeah. It's windy kind of randomly, so you might have to store energy so that you can use it in the evening. Um, one of the things about EVs that people are very excited about is the idea that they can absorb energy electricity during the day and just let it out gently in the evening when it's needed. So the research project I'm talking about this evening was a way of experimenting with ways we can get people to shift their consumption around in the evenings, basically. And that was done in the UK. Right. Uh, so is it about, uh, is it a matter of charging your phone in the morning or...? Your phone makes not a lot of difference, really. Right, it's, okay. th it's things like uh, washing machines, right. uh, tumble dryers, cooking, um, and also immersion heaters for hot water, uh, and increasingly some of the larger appliances, TVs and so on, uh, which all adds up in the evening. And, of course, in the UK and here in New Zealand in the south as well, lighting in the winter yeah, is of a big issue. Yeah. Uh, so the the research is uh i understand it's still currently happening it's still carrying on yes i have to kind of leave it in safe hands to come over here for a couple of years right uh so how long do these does the study take is it uh well we go in a sort of stages so we recruited right. about four or five thousand households so it's a pretty big study yeah and then we started um experimenting with them if you like or with three quarters of them so we left one group alone so a control. a control group yeah exactly and then we're doing trials over two or three winters. So it carries on in total for about four years. So it'll just be finishing, actually, just as I get back. Right. Swan in at the last yeah, minute. Exactly. That's uh, <laughs> well planned. Uh, so how will your research... Uh, 
benefit? I mean, it's difficult to say before you've com- completed it. Well, we kind of know um, what we, we hoped would, we would see and then yeah. what we could do with that. So we're working with one of, uh, we call them a DNO, but here they're the lines company. So they're the, your customers, students and so on, wouldn't necessarily know who their lines company was because they buy energy from a retailer. But underneath that, someone has to deal with the lines. Right. And we're working with one of those. And what they're really interested in, in understanding is what size of reduction they can get for a certain kind of thing like a higher price or persuading people or giving them LED light bulbs. On the back of that, they can understand whether it's worth running that as a complete service right. or digging up the network and spending money to make the network bigger. Right. So they think they can do a kind of cost-benefit analysis on whether they should put money in the ground or somehow incentivize customers to, to change their behavior. Right. Uh, so... Do you have uh, any great energy-saving tips that students might be able to take uh, advantage of? Uh, well, I, I guess I haven't really investigated how you buy energy here particularly, but right. I think if you... if you, The students, in a way, may be more flexible than others. So, okay, you've got the, the schedule of lectures and, and when you've got to work and all that sort of stuff, but because you may be a little bit more in control of when you do stuff, it's possible you, you could take advantage of some of the offers where... Uh, I know I can't remember exactly which retailer it is, but they offer a free power hour, so you right. can choose it. So yeah. if, if if it's a student house, then you can decide, right, we're not going to do the cooking or the clean, cleaning or laundry, whatever, until that hour's up. You could well save yourself some money and shift the power around, which would be helpful to the network operators as well. Right. So it's a yeah, it it seems uh, confusing because is it the the infrastructure, as in uh, the lines that shift the energy? Is it the businesses that sell the energy or the way that we're creating yeah, the, the energy that's... The businesses that sell the energy don't really care what time right. of day it flows through. Yeah. Um, they may get a little bit higher charge from the lines people in the evening um, if, it, if that's the way the, the market is structured here. But it's really the lines people and the generators who have to worry about when people do stuff because right. that's what affects the, the demand peak. So they're the guys who have to say, well, oh, we need to turn the hydro on now because everybody in Auckland suddenly turned the air conditioning on. Yeah. Or whatever. Right. Uh, well, that's uh, very fascinating and not something I at all considered <laughs> before. I just flick the switch and the light comes on. Gosh, and that's, that's how we see how it. I yeah. know it works. That's right, it's invisible. Yeah. Until it's not there. Yeah. In which case it is, in fact, uh, invisible. Uh, so you are giving a lecture this evening. For at 4pm? That's right, over in the Centre for Sustainability, yep. Right, and uh, what's, so you're talking about the res, uh, the project that you left? The one I've left behind, yeah, although yep. I'll be making some Is links. that in Manchester? In Southampton. Right, yeah. sorry, sorry. Yeah. Down um, at the bottom, just before you hit the sea and head for France. Yeah, okay, cool. Nice place? Uh, rains a lot, just like here. Oh, welcome, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> cool. So uh, what can people expect uh, from your lecture this evening? Well, I'll be talking about some of the results from the project that we were talking about in the UK. Yep. Uh, I'll be giving a bit of an example of, or sort of a work through of how we recruited the household so they can learn some practical tips on how to do research. And then I'll be showing some of the statistical analysis that we've done. I'm not going to go into too much detail because there's going to be quite a wide audience. But just to explain how we do the analysis to understand what effect some of our interventions, our trials have had, uh, and then maybe where we can go with the results from it and what we do next. Right. And uh, so at the end of it, you hope to come up with with a plan for, is it shifting the spikes or is it changing the network to better cope with the spikes? I'm interested in shifting the spikes. The companies that I'm working with want to either shift the spikes or 
change the network or both but in a cost-effective way right yeah that's uh i guess literally the bottom dollar it is a bottom dollar for them and if it reduces the costs in the long term to the consumer then so much the better and that's ideal yeah uh how interestingly and well to me not necessarily the the audience how does the uk generate most of its electricity i don't imagine you have large solar fields or they're increasing right? uh, wind is increasing as well but we're still predominantly gas yeah uh, gas-fired power stations uh, there's some oil generation the coal is phasing out and there's a baseline of nuclear which in effect replaces what you use uh, thermo for so that right. the power stations up north with the hot water right uh, sorry, that was just for my own curiosity <laughs> and not apropos to anything. I, I should segue into a, uh, a line of questioning, but I'm not. Uh, uh, Dr. Ben Anderson, thank you very much for your time this no morning. Problem, thank you. Uh, the lecture is this evening from 4 to 5 p.m. Uh, it is open to the public and it is in the seminar room at the Centre for Sustainability, which is at 563 Castle Street. Uh, also, it's going to be streamed, but I'm not going to read you out a link. Um, for the full information, go to the Otago University website, which is otagoac.nz forward slash OERC forward slash seminars. Uh, thank you very much for your time. You are listening.